to the Xenopod, a show where we're going to talk about, contextualise, criticise the Alien films, the films in the Alien franchise. Uh, I'm Simon Bowie, I'm joined by my co-host Jim Ross. Hi there. Uh, And this is a brief introductory episode where we're going to outline what this project is, what we're going to be talking about, and why the Alien franchise. Basically, over the course of however many episodes this is going to take, this podcast series will look at each of the Alien films in turn. So from Alien to Alien Resurrections, and then into the, the Alien vs. Predator films, onto Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And perhaps we'll get perhaps against our better judgment that latter yeah. part. But um, we'll, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. We're completionists. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's the, uh, that's the ethos of the show. We're doing it all. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how grisly it might get. So we're going to... Watch all those films, review them one film per podcast episode, and see how they work together. Uh, as a bit of housekeeping, we're going to be looking at the original cuts, not the director's cuts. I'm aware there's director's cuts for the first four films. Uh, I don't know if there's director's cuts for the others, but doesn't matter. We're watching the f- original theatrical releases. Uh, if you're following along in the UK, all the major films are all available on Disney+, Plus because uh, they bought... They bought 20th Century Fox, and these fall under the Fox banner. Jim, would you like to tell us something about your experience with the Alien franchise? What 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 draws you to this to this franchise? So a couple of things. I mean, one, there are some genuinely really good films in here. Um, some, I'm a bit of a, you know, a sci-fi fan. Like, if there was any one genre, I probably, you know, find myself gravitating towards the most when I'm talking about film. It's probably sci-fi. Um, Mm-hmm. So, there are some genuinely excellent sci-fi films in this franchise. Now, depending on your opinion, like <laughs> how many there are exactly, will, will vary. <laughs> but basically, there are some really good ones, and there are some really shit ones as well. But I think, but I think what's more interesting, um, rather than kind of like any sort of like subjective opinion about the quality of them, is. It really kind of like goes between a lot of different types of film, like you know, and we'll get into this in more detail with the individual episodes, right? But the you know the original one is very much a horror film. The second one is very much kind of more a action film. I don't even really know how you would describe the third one, but it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I've in, heard the third. I've heard the third one described as a psychological thriller, and then yeah, the okay. fourth one yeah. described as a fantasy. Um, which we can discuss when we get into those films, but I'm not not entirely sold on that. But yeah, there, there is yeah. interesting genre things going on in this franchise. Yeah, so I mean, and that, and that's just the the main, you know, the original kind of like four alien films, and then you kind of have this, you know, which has become more popular actually, really since those films came out. This weird sort of crossover thing with the Predator franchise, which hmm. you know, like I'm not going to spoil what because actually, interestingly, as we go into recording this. 
Alien vs. Predator Requiem, the second one of them, I, I've not actually seen. It's the only one of these that I've not seen. So obviously That's by the, the time we record it, I, yeah, obviously by the time we get to it, I'll see it. But it, it goes into this weird crossover territory, which, you know, I'm pretty sure like there's a whole world of comic books out there where, you know, this crossover happens. So it kind of like it... It, it feels modern, not necessarily in a good way when it gets to that. Yeah. And then you could argue, I mean, okay, Prometheus and Covenant, they are the prequels, right? But they, they're happening so long after the original film series that they kind of fit into this, you know, in vogue thing of kind of the legacy sequel where, you know, films are getting revived from the 70s and the, the 80s. So, and in between all of this, you start off with Ridley Scott as director, you've got James Cameron doing the sequel and that, they're kind of like probably the most iconic films and then it all ends up coming back around full circle basically when the two most recent films, as we we're recording this at least, are then directed again by Ridley Scott. So it's it's got some really good films, it's got some not so good films, but it's got a lot of different types of film and mm. it's a very weird franchise actually when you <laughs> think about that in that, in that way. Um, you know, when you think about other modern ones they tend to be all kind of like cut from the same cloth that is not the case with these at all no i i think they're very different from say the star wars franchise or Mm -hmm. the star trek franchise which are science fiction films all in a franchise but they have a sort of consistency of vision and a sort of consistency of even narrative that the alien franchise just doesn't quite have it's all a bit more higgledy piggledy until as you say ridley scott sort of reclaims his authorship of it in in the later years that we'll get to with prometheus and covenant i think even i think he i think even then actually is still it's still good i mean tonally i mean if you think about it in terms of i mean if we put covenant to one side for a minute um but like prometheus is you know in, ter- in terms of like the you know the the timeline of the you know, the series of events for the universe if you like um, it's probably the one that's most relevant to the first mm-hmm. film, arguably. But the tone is completely different. I mean, the, you know, the first one, you know, which we'll talk about in the first episode, is, you know, it's a very kind of like, it's a much kind of like smaller, more claustrophobic horror film. And then the immediate thing done by the same director, and this is, you know, ostensibly all part of the vision in his head, is it, it's one of these slightly loftier sci-fi films, with kind of grand ideas about creation, things like it. So in that, so in that sense, it's in that sense, even then, it's like when it, when like Ridley Scott reclaims the franchise, if you like. It's still different. It's a different beast. Yeah. Partly because it's been informed by the films that came after it, mm. which Ridley Scott did not direct. So it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting uh, case study. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Which is why we're looking at it. And uh, point of order, you mentioned the Predator, the Alien versus Predator films. We are not looking at the Predator films because we don't want to, um, and because we're we're dead against that SEO boost that we'd get from the new Predator film. We're not interested in that. <laughs> we're yeah, both yeah. such commercial yeah, I concerns. I, I didn't even I didn't even realize that was coming out until we'd already planned. No, no, absolutely not. We, but yes, we, we no, no Predator, that, no yeah. Predator Two, no whatever other predator I mean, films I mean, are. I mean, admittedly if we were going to do that i mean the predator franchise is arguably even ropier than it's <laughs> all over the place as well yeah exactly yeah. i mean you could do <laughs> who knows maybe we will one day but like not not in this series at least but... hey, yeah never say never but not not here this is all the alien films um so yeah i i think that gets into the reason of the for the show the reason for this project is to look at the Alien franchise as this kind of continuous text 
I, I, when I was studying cultural studies, you find that there's a lot of academic work and a lot of cultural criticism on alien and on aliens. I'm thinking of uh, Roger Luckhurst's BFI film classics book on alien. Uh, Roz Cavani, a cultural critic and writer, wrote from Alien to the Matrix. And in that, she does a case study of uh, the first four films. But there's less less academic work on the franchise as a whole and treating it as this collective, continuous uh, text rather than just focusing on the good ones. So we want to look at all the films and, and treat them as one continuous uh, piece of filmmaking, as it were, to see how it, how you've talked about Jim, how it develops, how it changes, how the genre changes, and how that informs later films. Because I think it's an interesting journey, and it, it it certainly does get into very different qualities of film, as I'm sure we'll we'll see as we go through. Um, we'll we'll discuss it in the first episode. I think the first film is essentially a perfect film, and it's. You know, I'm, I'm shooting myself in the foot with this podcast because it's all downhill from there <laughs> for me. Yeah, but it, that's it, what we'll it, like be exploring. It's interesting what you said there, actually, in terms of like viewing it as a continuous text and you know looking at it, how the filmmaking approach differs. And I, I think particularly this will come out in the first when we look at the first four films in particular, um, because there are certain aspects of those which they really kind of reflect the times in which they were made, right? And I, and I don't mean that yeah. in a sort of like, you know, outdated, you know, outdated uh, opinions and like that, nothing like that. What I mean is you've got this kind of like small, intimate, claustrophobic horror film at the start. Then in the middle of the 1980s, you have this action film, which, okay, yes, the protagonist is female, but like there's so much kind of like, you know, unbridled machismo, like, you know, through the whole thing it kind of feels a part of all those ridiculous action films of the 80s but just in a you know it, well in my view anyway we'll get to that when we get to the episode it's like you know a more intelligent way of doing it i think and then the third one is this sort of weird little studio interference thing where it tries to kind of go back to basics and then the fourth one and then you know you've got resurrection where I, I like to think that basically alien is one of these franchises of these ironic titles right when resurrection basically you know, killed the franchise off for a very long time, but that kind of even reflects when that film was made in the late nineties. And I think I I can't remember if there was uncredited, if he's credited or uncredited, but Joss Whedon, um, you know, without getting into what a horrible person he is, um, well, yeah, you know, had like rewrites on on that and a script credit, and like that comes through, and that kind of not even rewrites. I think the, he's the main. I think he's the main screenwriter. Oh, oh shit! No, he is. You're right. Actually, yes. No, and he is great. Yeah, but the thing, even that kind of reflects kind of like the tone of the sort of films of the time and stuff. And it, and then when you even think about the, you know, the crossover films, like that was in an era when you know people loved doing this sort of thing. Um. So yeah, no, it's it's just interesting. It's an interesting one to see how it reflects the environment in which film films of that scale were being made, how they were approached, the tone. And the fact that it basically all stems from this one, you know, this one quite small film. It was only Ridley Scott's second mm. film, I think, um, in 1979. It's just kind of incredible to think about, really. Yeah, that, that, I think that gets onto something else we're interested in here, which is the kind of contextualization of these films, of putting them in their historical place. Because now it's easy to see the Alien films as this uh, decade-spanning franchise, uh, long-running since the 70s. 
But when you go back and look at each film individually, you don't actually get a sense of that. Each film works differently depending on its historical context. Um, And we'll get into this with the first film in the first episode, but yeah, contextualizing it in the broader scope of kind of Hollywood history and, and film history more generally will be an interesting part of this exercise, I think. Um, so yeah, we are excited to go on this journey to discover these alien films. We hope you'll subscribe to this uh, podcast feed with this introductory podcast. Podcasts will be coming out fairly regularly on a schedule that we'll put on uh, Twitter at, at the Xenopod. Uh, so do follow us there as well and we will be back next time with our first episode on alien so if you want to follow along and watch with us alien is available on disney plus or on blu-ray or dvd Uh, so yeah please do watch it with us and join us next time for the xenopod